And we are back. And we just finished watching 2010's Easy A, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour and 32 minutes. We saw this on Hulu. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. So this on Hulu, this was directed by, I should have had this up, Will Gluck with writing credits to Bert V. Royal. This tells the story of a young woman named Olive, played by Emma Stone, who... Who is somehow Cruella. Who is somehow Cruella, yes. My youngest didn't realize that, that Emma Stone was the same actress that was in that. This is the story of a young woman who decides to kind of do a good deed but then is swept up in this tsunami of lies of lies and high school intrigue and what else drama drama shattered reputations just all the bad stuff in high school i guess (laughs) it i'd seen this a while ago and i i liked it as kind of a teen movie and I thought that the writing was decent the actors were all good the story moved along really well it's only an hour and 32 minutes so it's not a huge investment on time and I thought the script brought up some really good topics so I'm going to go around the room now and get impressions Gigi I'm going to start with you today what did you think of this movie it was all right. It was just okay. Did you have a favorite character? No. No. Did you have a favorite scene? No. If you were in Olive's shoes, what would you have done? Would you have done diff- differently or oh, the yeah. same? I wouldn't have lied about that. That's horrible. You wouldn't have lied about the initial lie, which was she lied to her friend. I wouldn't have said that either. Yeah. That was kind of a stupid thing to lie about. No. To it create well, this. then again, she lied about it because her parents. She thought her parents were like psychopaths. Yeah, but even even still, like if no. she didn't want to go, she should have just been like, "I just don't feel like going into the woods. I'm not a nature girl." Yeah, there was a lot of outs that she could have taken, but then you wouldn't have had a movie. I guess that's true. And you come to find out, I'm. We're gonna spoil the crap out of this because this again is over ten years old. This is before smartphones. Yes. Yes. <laughs> And it's funny how the big social media was Facebook. I mean, it's still kind of a big player, but I feel like other platforms have taken precedence now. Yeah. So Facebook is for your your parents. And grandparents. And so I wanted to... Okay, so she lied to Rianne, her friend, right? Mm -hmm. Rianne and Rianne, whatever. But her friend was sort of like... Her friend basically made it up and was like, tell me, tell me everything, tell me. And she just wouldn't shut up about it. Right, and so then think, she made this outlandish story. I think story. She, she just went along with it to satisfy her friend, and then it just exploded out of control. Control, right. Yeah. Question for you. Is Olive justified because then you come to find out that the boy that Olive had a crush on actually shared a kiss with her best friend, and her best friend never said anything. How would you feel about that? I like someone on my best my best friend kiss them. Yeah, if you found out that let's say you liked Woodchuck and Todd, they already knew. No, you didn't know. So you're Olive, right? If you're Olive and your your bestie kept the secret from you that the boy that you kind of liked, she had kissed him and she never said anything to you. How would you feel about that? 
I wouldn't care. No. Yeah, like, why, why would why not, would any like he's but my like her friend already knew yeah. that she liked him but her friend by omission is kind of also a liar here no so it but it doesn't to me it doesn't matter because like one nothing came of it two there was no they weren't dating or anything yeah true but and, and it's it's but sort of like that to me this is like a prime example of we need movie drama. This is not this is not real life drama. This is not the sort so of thing that destroys the friendships in the real world. So then why is the friend getting bent out of shape about oh well you never I had to find out from somebody else that you did such and such and such. That is also movie drama. Yeah. This is okay. the sort of drama that only exists so that the story can the story can progress along. And, and people could be so like people really don't act hurt. like this because I I no. watched it and I was like yeah I could see people being you, this crazy I think you want to live in a movie because this is not how reality I don't want to live in that I, movie I, so many things I see when it when it's dealing with relationships and people getting together it's it's like the one of the reasons why I can't stand the show Friends because everything was just super high drama minor infractions are. Or, uh, and then and then major infractions are just sort of like oh okay we're over it now we're best friends again yay god I hated that show and I well I hated that show because I didn't like the writing and it yeah. just glossed over way too many things and it's 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 like Hollywood drama that's it's it's not the type of drama that's it wasn't even funny no uh, but I'm not talking about and like general stuff like in this too like like people really get bent out of shape over minutia in, well, in these films and you need it because if you don't have it you don't have a way to progress the plot you don't and, have the groove okay <laughs> all right i don't know <laughs> but yeah you need to progress the plot but to me that's like if you're watching a really good film they don't rely on stuff like that. There's more going in where you could see, oh, I, I could totally understand this person being betrayed. But finding out offhand that your best friend kissed your crush, who you never really connected with after one event in your life together, and you weren't even really, he wasn't even your crush at this point. I mean, at the, at the point where we come into their lives, it, it, when this movie takes place she's not pining over this guy right right well she kind of is because she still has a crush on him no nah, she's not not really i mean she's not pining in like the victorian sense of pining but she like there's that scene <laughs> in the beginning where they're, they're in the bleachers and they're watching him as a blue devil or whatever and she's sort of got kind of like a look on her face and her friend knows that she likes this guy. Uh, it, to me, it was never emphasized enough. Okay, fair it enough, was, fair it enough. It was just sort of like, yeah, I, I did like him. I, I could totally see liking him, but it's not like as though, oh my God, this is the dream boy. Mm -hmm. you, you were asking me before, what would be a better teen movie? Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and my mind immediately ran to Edge of Seventeen. Oh God, I love that. Edge movie. of Seventeen is great in that respect. Yeah, although she's cringier, way Nadine cringier. Is cringier. Nadine is way cringier. Is the mom the same mom? Is the mom? No, that's Kira Sedwick in Edge okay. of Seventeen. Yeah, all right. 
Very, they they have a similarity. Similarity, so yeah, I could see it. Yeah, but anyway. But this, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's this common was occurrence. <laughs> what? What? Is, I mean, off topic. I felt like that was good casting. Emma Stone could be related to Patricia Clarkson. There was something about their faces, maybe. Mm. No, when they were in the the hood of the car, having their like mother daughter moment. I don't know. No, their, their head shapes are wildly different. Are they really? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. I think you broke. Edge of seventeen. Edge of seventeen. It was, it was just a better. It was. Movie. It, I I feel like it was written better. Like I could see that sense of like the 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 sense of betrayal that Nadine felt when she found out her best friend was dating her brother. I could see that. You have this like really antagonistic relationship with your brother. And now you find out that your best friend, who's supposed to be yours, is now now you got to share it, share her with 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 him. Mm-hmm. This person who the bastard. He wasn't a bastard. He was no, a he super was a, nice he, he guy. He was a super nice and that guy. Was, that was another thing about Edge of Seventeen was that you could see she was like she's a moody teenager in this movie, and yeah. and it really plays well. And you some, don't like Nadine. You don't. There are certain. There are certain things you don't like about Nadine, true, but true. you do care like her. about yeah. her. And yeah. it also another parallel between this movie and that was the teacher. Yeah, the, the teacher, the sort of like snarky teacher who admires the the student, but also is very. There's a boundary. There's here. a boundary, and there's yeah. and he's like he sees the the BS. Yeah, and I feel like Edge of Seventeen really did a much better job with that. Mm-hmm. I feel like Thomas Hayden Church was in there. F- he served his purpose in the scenes he was in, mm-hmm. but he didn't really have much else going on for him outside of that. Well, there's the speaking of friends. There's the story about how his that wife felt tacked on. Did it? It didn't feel like it. Be- it was needed in the story at all mm-hmm. because nothing really amounted to it where it changed anything. Mm-hmm. It just it just sort of like damaged his life right and well that's kind of huge i mean your your marriage but he was such a minor character that it was like yeah it wasn't needed it was sort of like an extra he could have been that whole situation could have been just another boy that gave her a gift card to to lie for for them i felt like woody harrelson's character was a bigger part of edge of 17 yes that's what i mean yeah it was like that part that that role was meteor it was similar but like handled way better mm-hmm. in one movie than the other and the writing was sharper and that, that oh movie yeah than the other yeah for sure so i edge of 17 i think it was great this one i i feel was just kind of mediocre better than crush crush was terrible crush, crush was, terrible. was just terrible i still can't get the stink of it out of my mouth this was it was serviceable to me. It was it was okay. I didn't really think any of the comedy bits were that funny. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I mean, Emma Stone played her part well. She was a likable character, but I didn't quite get where the hell she was going with her whole. I'm gonna. All right, I'm just gonna lean into this and and put an A on my chest. And I don't know. Uh, Amanda Bynes' character was sort of like a joke or a super stereotypical thing mm-hmm. uh, the boy that she liked the nice boy woodchuck, w- woodchuck todd. todd he was he was just sort of there as like oh well not, we're, we're not all scum yeah 
and her friends it was i don't know did she have friends other than rihanna no no not really her friend yeah that was that's what i'm talking about rihanna i didn't understand why their relationship crumbled was it really because rihanna was just jealous that she was getting all the attention now I don't know. And then it was like, emotions was, was Rihanna, run high was, was Rihanna in high school. Part of the religious clique. She was sitting with her, right? Yeah. It was, she's holding up a sign with a Bible verse on it mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. I feel like there was shortcuts taken for the sake of progressing plot in this movie. I can co-sign on that. Absolutely. What about you, Olive G? Did you have a favorite scene in this movie? Um, not that I remember. No. no. Did you have a favorite character? Olive. Olive. Did you like this movie? Yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was funny or anything? Or? No, I thought it was a little funny. Did yeah. anything stand out? No. no. Why did you like Olive? Yeah. Other than she had a cool name. Because she was a strong female lead. Very good. Yes. She the was. Story from point A to point B. Wow, yes. that's very, very good. Good. Some analysis. What? Olive, what if you were in that situation? How would you have handled it differently? I don't really know. No? Okay. Would you lie for somebody like that? Maybe. Maybe. Right. I mean, I, I feel like the initial lie with Brandon came from a good place. I mean, he came to her completely devastated and you know kids that are like that that just have a plus, really really yeah. hard time in high school yeah. plus and, you saw the evidence of it right. i mean the, the first time you see him he's his nose, nose is, is busted bleeding. open yeah. yeah so and she spent the day in detention or the afternoon in detention with him so yeah. they formed a bond so that felt that felt earned it, it sort of made sense you could see the he appealed to her sense of pity almost. Right. Empathy know. and compassion. Empathy and compassion. Which is and not high on the Richter scale in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Because well, everything is about conforming and fitting in and not. And being cool. And being cool and not creating waves. Yeah. And, and just kind of being cookie cutter. People that buck the norms are the ones that usually are under the microscope. No? Or. They're the ones who usually get ostracized or. Wherever there's a girl, I mean, when I was in high school or even junior high, I, I don't remember there being a trendsetter. Mm-hmm. Or if there was a kid who was trying to be a trendsetter, it was sort of like, what is going on with this kid? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I remember one kid, he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm gonna wear like bicycle shorts and a leather and like a, a leather biker jacket. And we all looked at him like he was a complete weirdo. Well, I went to the high school of fashion industry, so being against the norm was oh okay i i, I just want to to brooklyn tech so. yeah <laughs> gee would you dress like that uh, i don't know no never never i wouldn't dress like that either no no yeah she i mean i don't want to dress like a whore <laughs> yeah she was, I mean, they're, like the outfits were like really over the top. Yeah. Like bustiers. Like, like the, the first time she, she dresses up where people are sort of nosing, it was basically just a black shirt. And I think she was wearing, I guess, high heels. Yeah. But then it was just like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to like just go all in. And she yeah. just went to the local lingerie store and, and bought. made all these like crazy outfits. Side question. 
that was a beautiful house. This is movies. Everybody's got beautiful houses and their high schools. Seriously. Her bedroom was amazing. Her, yeah, she had her own bathroom in it. Yeah. Yeah. She had this we, big, big bathroom. Her bedroom had a hallway. Yeah. Uh, and they and I don't know what the hell they were. They're, and like their their house wasn't even the nicest one. No. The party house was probably the nicer house. And then the high school has got gazebos and a campus and, and a, a giant huge swimming, swimming pool. pool. What the hell? I mean, we we grew up in the wrong place. My, my high school looked like a penitentiary. <laughs> I did too. <laughs> Seriously, there was like a cage on the roof. There was literally a cage on the roof <laughs> where kids would play basketball. It was ridiculous. If you were Olive's friend, G. What advice would you have given her? What the curly Not, haired? No, like no, no, no. If, if you, you if were if a you friend were of hers, if you ran in her social circles, and you see the situation happening to this young woman where she is kind of caught up in this tsunami of drama, and if she was your friend, what would you say to her? Like, what would your advice be to her? Stop being a fool. Mm-hmm. And how would how would that work? What would you tell her to do? Would you Stop tell her? Lying. She's ruining her life. Yeah, and her reputation. But the thing is, you wouldn't be like forcing these imaginary details out of her. I don't think G would care. It's yeah, like, oh, you think- went on a date? Okay, how did it go? Nice? That sounds good. Yeah. That, that, to me, that's that's how G would act. Yeah, yeah. that's true. It wouldn't just be like, oh, oh, my God, you did it. You totally lost your V card. <laughs> <laughs> Do people talk like that? In this movie, they did. <laughs> in 2010? Yeah. It was, that was ridiculous. This was uh, some, this was written by somebody who watched too many high school movies. Or WB programs. Or WB programs, yeah. Yeah. And, and it kind of it, it irritated me a little because, like, they're quoting or, like, they're showing clips of, like, old high school drama, like, you know, Say Anything and The Breakfast Club. And when the kid shows up at the end, he's holding the... Analogy speaker. of, of speakers over yeah. his head, but it's playing the wrong song. Yes, yes, it is playing the wrong song. <laughs> that irritated me. Although it is a, a John Hughes, it's from. It, it, uh, it is, but it's the it's Breakfast Club. If you're gonna do the stereo, the boombox over your head, it has to be in your eyes. It, by it Peter has to Gabriel. be in your eyes by Peter Gabriel, yeah. you, which is baller song. Yeah. If you're gonna do the it's whole, really if you're song. gonna do the whole. I rebuke you. Uh, breakfast club thing, then come dressed in a trench coat and put your fist up in like the air. Judd Nelson, like right, Judd right. Nelson, right? Right. Yeah. They did it at the end. Yes. They combined like all of those things together. Right. And the lawnmower was from Can't Buy Me Love with Patrick Dempsey. Oh, right. That was the other yeah. one. I've never seen that movie. It's silly. I've seen it. I mean, it's not winning any awards. Patrick Dempsey was one of those guys who's, uh, I was just like, I want to punch that guy in the face. Really? Yeah. He kind of had a career, and then he went away, and then that Grey's Anatomy happened, and then he blew up big time. Like I can't a, believe that while. show. And I think he tried to do a movie again, and it was back in the Well, he's not on that show. He hasn't been on that show in forever, but that, I cannot believe that show. That show is like on season 19. How is that possible? I don't know. Uh, that's like one of those shows where maybe they just forgot it's on, and they're just renewing it by act like, like Always Sunny. Like, <laughs> Like, I don't even think Shonda Rhimes is associated with it anymore. She has, like, a Netflix deal. I have no idea. I don't even know. Also, I, Netflix. I, I barely know who Shonda Rhimes is. Get your shit together. What the hell is going on over there? All right. So, uh, uh, 
any Is other any thoughts, questions, comments about this film? Yeah. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Bueller? Yeah. yeah, they mentioned Ferris Bueller, another movie where I want to punch the protagonist. I in the face. do not like Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I've not I, I liked him for a very long time. I don't have much of a problem with Matthew Broderick. I just despise Ferris Bueller. I can't stand that movie. Why? I didn't have a problem with that movie. He is such a douchebag in the entire movie, and everybody's just like, oh, Ferris, save Ferris. Ferris is the best. And you're a douchebag. You're a total douchebag. And he gets away with it at the end. He gets away with it at the end. Yeah. Well, I I think this that movie came out prior to him murdering those two women in Ireland. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. He and, uh, got into an accident and killed two people. And never faced any repercussions over consequences. it. Consequences. right. Olive G, scale of one to ten, what are we going to give this movie? A seven. A seven. seven. Okay. I'm going to go with a six. What's your number? Uh, I'd give this a five. This a is, five. This is, to me, this was average. What about you, Gigi? I was going to say six, too. Right. It was all right. Six, yeah. It was all right. It was better than average. I think it was better than average. It wasn't... I agree with you. I think yeah. Edge of Seventeen is definitely yeah. stronger. The writing's better. The situations are better. Um, um, for me, there were like parts where they were really going. It was clearly uh, leaning towards the comedic as far as the tone that they were going for. But the jokes and stuff were not there. In your opinion, what would have made this better? Just a better script with, with better dialogue. I mean, you, you could have a situation like this, 100%. This, is, this situation sort of lends itself into sort of some sort of weird comedy. But I just didn't think any of the, the jokes were, were that good. They didn't, they didn't not like, I don't think there was a moment in the film where I laughed. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I chuckled. I don't. I don't like belly laugh. But yeah, that, that, I that's feel the like, thing. like, or I didn't. It didn't make me feel anything either. Like, uh, Edge of Seventeen wasn't. I wasn't slapping my knee, laughing hysterically during it. But I felt something. Felt for Nadine. I felt for the characters. You felt the cringe. I felt the cringe. I felt the, the, that growth was achieved. It, it's a t- the type of writing that really reaches to you. Right. Uh, this didn't have that. This was sort of like just surface stuff. It's very. Yeah, we're we're going for a couple of laughs. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I kind of everything was sort of predictable. Like like you knew how that date with the that that kid, jerk was going to end. The lobster shack was going to end. Yeah. Of course, it was going to end like that. Yeah. You knew that nobody was going to step forward and 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 be in do her the corner, right thing. Right. And then the the whole thing with the guy with Lisa Kandler. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. That felt like really just tacked on. I mean, she's yeah. introduced, and the next thing you know, it's like, oh yeah, she's cheating on her husband. Yeah, who, yeah. who we like. Yeah, and like what? Like, I, I don't know. You didn't need that for her to eventually reveal the truth. Yeah. Like that was like that wasn't even the catalyst for her revealing the truth. Right. I. You know what? I still I still stand by my number number six I think it's better than average I think there's been other films that do this way worse but I I, I agree with some of your notes and I think if I was gonna be gonna give notes here for this film I would have said lose the whole like Jesus people thing because I felt like that was extra 
Yeah, I mean that. If it had I, just focused that, on that, her, her friend, mm-hmm. and how this this one lie ballooned into other lies, and the reason why that these other lies happened, maybe have more of an interaction with the teacher. Not even have his wife be anything here. Like get rid of Lisa Kudrow, get rid of Amanda Bynes, and all of her little Scooby Gang and that whole storyline. Get rid of um, who else? I think that's it, right? Just, yeah, I think those two. And then they could have focused more on Olive's story, fleshed it out better, agree with you better, a little bit better writing. I mean, it was decent. It wasn't It wasn't the worst yeah, thing I ever saw. It wasn't the writing, best thing. Just better plot management. And maybe uh, have Woodchuck Todd be a little bit more than just... Yeah, have him have more of a have have him more, have more of a role. Yeah, I mean, more as stakes far as in like, the story. Like what I thought was going to happen was that the teacher was going to get pulled into it because they were like, "Oh, well, she's spending some time with the teacher. Mm-hmm. Clearly, something's going on there, and there was going to be trouble there, and that was where the the trouble with the marriage was going to because she's like, I, the, I became a home wrecker. Mm-hmm. So that's where I thought that was going to go, but the way it went was. It was like, you didn't need this at all. Yeah. It was almost like you're filling minutes yeah. with this. But it's also an interesting take because I guess usually when you think of cheating spouses, you usually think of a husband, not really the wife. And then the wife is now kind of engaging in, in some like big time shenanigans because this is a student. So, and she's supposed yeah, to be a guidance and, counselor. And it's thing, like, where are your like, ethics here? It was like, oh, they they add in the whole thing. Well, he's actually twenty two. Yeah, it was just I don't know. It was poor writing. Yeah, it was, it was just poor writing. Yeah, I feel like that whole thing should have just been removed. They should have removed that entire. She thing. shouldn't have. The Lisa Kudrow character shouldn't have existed. The Amanda Bynes and her group of friends shouldn't have existed. Like I could see that, but like you could see that they were there for comedy purposes, and it just wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. It's not like I felt insulted because I believe in in any of that. It just wasn't funny. It was too Jesus and love and forgiveness, but I can't because because dirty adulterers and homosexuals and yeah. It was just I don't know. It was if you're going to use characters like that, give them a little bit more use, make some more use out of it. Because really, they they protested a bit, Mm -hmm. and then they were like out of the way and then for a second there for like a hot minute they were friends yeah <laughs> it was just like what is going on what yeah. is going on and yeah. then they're enemies again and it was sort of like come on you you you, you gotta be more organized in your storytelling and apparently all this took place over like two weeks something like that yeah it was just it was kind of all over the place yeah well, I think I think the thing there would have been to like just cut out some of the minutia, the stuff that wasn't really necessary. Yeah. Either that or just you have a bunch of pieces, use them better. Just use them better and also get a better get some smarter jokes. Better know, writers, yeah. Better humor, more wit. There was like hints of it here and there. Uh, uh Olive was you could see she had some kind of wit to her. Her parents were a little like, wow, those are, the, I wish I had the coolest parents on earth like that. That was like, they were like fantasy parents. <laughs> what are you talking about? We're like that. No, we're not. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
We're not. We yell at the kids. We punish the kids when they're bad or or just get upset. They were just. They were fantasy parents. They, they let their daughter go to school dressed like that. Yeah, it was like, come on, say something. Okay, you want to be uh, encouraging and whatnot, but find out what the hell's going on. Your your daughter just suddenly, in the span of not not even a the span of a week, suddenly just decides I'm going to dress all my clothes. All my clothes are gonna. I'm going to look like I'm I'm working a pole, and. <laughs> You don't notice or say anything about it? But didn't it? they repeatedly ask her? And she was like, it's fine, it's fine. And her thing was more like, well, if you hear anything, just don't believe yeah, it. Yeah, if you hear I gave everybody chlamydia, don't don't. Obviously, that's not true. Yeah. Well, how about you give us some details about but why this happened? that's what I'm saying. Like... They did ask, but you can only this, get this, so this, much this, this out is, of somebody is, who doesn't this, want to tell is, you. This is them asking, "Oh, you're 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 covered in blood. What's going on?" Oh, it, don't worry about it. If if you hear anything, just pretend nothing. Okay. Okay. That's it not was true. Like, no, you a, a good parent, a, a even a somewhat realistically written parent, is going to be like, you know, I think. I think I need to know a little bit more about the situation here. But they repeatedly you, you, you asked need, her, need, no. should I be worried? Should we be worried? <laughs> there's, there's, should I be worried? And anytime, there is, there is tell there me was, what the hell is going on right anytime, now or you're never going to see the light of day again. Anytime there was family time, the other child was completely ignored and the focus was on Oliver. Yeah, there was no purpose. To there was no another character that could have been removed. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't even know why that child was in the script. He was there to show fantasy parents. Oh, we're diversified. So much love to give. We're yeah. going to adopt a kid. Does it play any part in the story? No. No, it just serves to increase the, the that Oliver's parents are just the greatest, most easygoing parents on earth and and even with oh their, my god even with i feel their, like we're like that even with their minimal guidance in their daughter's life everything's going to be just perfectly fine i feel like we're like that we, i mean we don't have that sensational if, house if, if but if i sense something is wrong with with my kids i'm gonna ask and i'm gonna i'm gonna try and find out what is wrong because i want to do everything in my power to help them if i can right but if you're roadblocked, what do you do? You can only I, help if somebody what, is willing I, to give you information. I do what I can to find out what's going on. Which means start threatening to take stuff away. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes I do just some investigating and I figure out what's up. Do you? I or wonder. I, or I think about things. I have thought about things and figured out stuff. How to just open by, locked doors? Just by estimating, just by going on my own experience i was a kid once i've been angry and depressed at times or things bothered me i'll ask questions hmm. i don't just be like oh is this something we need to be concerned about okay let's uh popcorn all right let's watch a movie let's watch the bucket list who wants to watch the bucket list i don't, I don't know why would you subject your kids stanley, to that stanley tucci i love that guy but still is he in the bucket? Maybe that's why. He's no, in. that's uh, Morgan Freeman and Jack Nicholson, isn't it? Uh, no, I don't know. Anyway, 
Let's wrap this up. All right. So what did we say? Seven, Seven six, 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 five. five. Okay. If you haven't seen it and want some quick, mindless entertainment, you can go check out Easy A on Hulu. But I would say it's not really for kids. Yes, there's it's not a, really for some kids. There's some innuendo, innuendo and and whatever. It's, adult it's, situations. A lot of it revolves around sex. Uh, if if you you don't want your kids knowing about that uh, earlier than a certain age, keep that in mind. It's it's more. Uh, I would say teen, teen and up. Teen and up. Yeah. Although if you want to watch a better high school movie, Edge of 17 from Edge 2016 17 is, is currently streaming on Netflix. So go check that out. But if you haven't seen it and you want some silly mindless entertainment, Easy A can also fit that bill. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it silly. It's not that funny. Silly in that it's it's not going to tax your brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yes, this is not going to make you think. Yes, no. I will, I will probably this forget is, all about this film by tomorrow. Yeah, this is just mindless popcorn entertainment. It's not It's not saving lives. It's not changing lives. Mm-hmm. It's just there. All right, and that's it from us, and we will bid you all a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.